Welcome to episode number six. This episode is with Carter Good, who is a coach and an educator. Carter Good focuses heavily on helping people lose body fat, build a better relationship with their nutrition, and overall just establish resilient health-based habits. And Carter really made his start uh, with his infographics on Instagram, but Carter is much deeper than what you see on that social platform. And in today's episode, we discuss our journeys up to this point, our view on the weather, and how seasons impact your life mentally, physically, and emotionally. If you love the episode and would like to support the podcast, I would ask for a review on iTunes and for you to screenshot the podcast episode and share it on your story. Be sure to tag me at Austin Current. Enjoy the conversation. You're still in Columbus. Yeah, yeah. So I just, um, me and my girlfriend just moved into a, a brand new place here. Um, so we're locked in for at least another year. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, we uh, we got quite a deal on the place we're in now. Mm -hmm. um, and they locked us in for like 14 months. And so, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like, well, you got like two months free, year free parking, um, which in Colorado with like all the hailstorms is like a must. Because like they have... Yeah, dude, like it's no joke, like softball size hail. Um, and it will literally ruin your car. So uh, No, I was I was in Denver and um so last year, uh that's I went to Denver in March for like a month with some of my friends. Um and like we stayed there and stuff, and it was so crazy how like during the day it could be like seventy five and sunny in March, and then at night, like the biggest snowflakes I've ever seen in my entire life. Like that, yeah. that, you don't get in Ohio because Ohio is like too low to the ground or something. I don't know, but like that, it's completely different. <laughs> yeah, I do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember you. You kind of did that thing where you kind of like uh, you traveled around like mm -hmm. every few months and kind of like we were doing month to month. Yeah, we month to month. month. That's what it was. Okay. Which is actually, I mean, if you do it with like four people, it can actually be crazy affordable. I mean, it's obviously not as affordable as like living in one place could be, but it's not as bad as people would think. Um, right. I think it's like, I'm just such a creature of habit. Like I, it, yeah. su yeah. it sucks for my productivity. Cause like whenever I go places, I want to do things. And like, I was just trying to like, like in Denver, the whole joke is, um, like at that point I it was like, my main focus was like bringing on clients and having calls. And so like the whole joke was the entire time I was in Denver, I was literally just on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Having phone calls the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, Carter was just talking on the phone the whole time. Seriously, it's like a, the thing. Like, there's pictures of us. There's like a couple pictures where like you see the three guys, and then like I'm in the background, like with my hands like going like this or something, like like saying something on the phone. <laughs> I love it, man. So, what do you have going on? Since I mean, I know you have a ton going on, obviously with your mm -hmm. coaching, and like I know you just launched that. Uh, I know you just launched that course. Yeah. Um, so since. So you can talk a little bit about that, but like, since I saw you, I guess at Alex's wedding in 2018, mm -hmm. what has been going on? Yeah. So for me, it's been, I'll do business and life stuff. So business yeah. stuff, business wise, um, it's for the most, honestly, up until about December, I was doing a lot of honestly the same stuff, just working with clients, um, and, growing that, posting on social media and stuff and going back and forth. Um, and then I sort of started to create 
uh, or I started to talk to um, some of my friends and um, some of the guys that I used to work with about creating a, a program um, and, and even jumping into like a membership type of thing. Um, and, and so basically that, that's, what's been in the work since like November. Um, yeah. and then we've finally been able to launch. It's been one of those things where like we were, I was having this guy help me. So basically the, this, um, guy who I was just really good friends with, who knew a lot about, you know, more of the like marketing stuff and, uh, sales stuff and like, just like getting, creating a program online and knowing what systems to use and everything. Um, right. It's not as easy as you think it would be. Well, no. And there's like, I mean, there's, cause there's like a lot of options. Like, do you want to use teachable or Kajabi or thinkific or PD? Like there's all these different, you know, moving parts. Yeah. Um, and so like me and him were both kind of, kind of half-assing it honestly for, for a while, like in terms of like how much effort we were putting into it. But then we decided recently just to, to go in on it together. Um, and we really just like cranked it out and put it together. And so far it's been really awesome and it's exciting. A, a long-term goal is to have um, maybe something around the membership with this. We're not sure, but uh, right now we just decided to have the program. And then there's a Facebook group for people who purchase the program. Um, and it's been like super interactive so far. And um, that's, that, that's kind of been the goal is to have that other system. Basically what I like to tell people this is it's like, it's basically like what I would do for a client the first week in terms of getting them set up, except it's more of like a DIY, obviously, thing because it's a right. program. Um, but then also, it's like if you could take my entire Instagram page and condense it down into a program that's more actionable, then obviously, like, I mean, one day I'll post about motivation. One day I'll post about how they go out to eat on a diet, right, or something like that. Right. So it's more structured and, and, and stuff like that. So I'm super excited about it. So that's kind of been the, the big push um, with business in the last uh, – 10-ish months since we spoke. Yeah, dude, it's um, it's pretty unreal like what goes in because uh, I'm actually helping launch a membership site uh, right now as well. Yeah, um, yeah so it's called, uh, it's called My Physique. Um, so it's mm -hmm. in collaboration uh, with with uh, Nick Cheadle. And uh, like okay, it's mainly his, it yeah, yeah, it's mainly like, <laughs> it's mainly his thing. Like he's been working on it forever. Yeah. Um, like since I met him in 2017, I think he's been working on the damn thing. So, um, he, like I, he bought, he brought me on basically just to do all the, the programming and, um, contribute content and like execution videos and like how to videos and tutorials mm -hmm. and, you know, stuff that I'm good at. Um, yeah. and dude, it's, it's unreal. Like what goes into all of that stuff and like launching a site and, like this would be, this is kind of like the second membership site that I've like helped kind of build in a way and like mm -hmm. help launch. And it's just fucking a grind, man. Like it is. And it's something where once you start to get into that world, it's like, you really have to decide like what you want to do in terms of even like obviously creating a good product, but then like what kind of business do you want to create too? Because it starts to get to where there's a lot more moving parts. And so like I'm in a situation where, you know, as a one-on-one -on -one coach, I can coach people. I can run my business up to this point by myself. I don't yeah. need other people to help me. And I love doing what I do. And naturally there's like a limit to how many people are going to work with one-on-one. -on -one. Um, but like now jumping into this, it's crazy. Not only I mean, the exciting part of it is with the membership stuff, even programs, it creates those tiers to where depending on where a person's at, because somebody will always need a one-on-one -on -one coach. Some people will always um, need motivation for like a membership or something, or some people maybe just need a program, but then there's always going to be an audience for that. But with a membership, obviously it's going to reach more people. Um, because it's at a, a price point that you know, majority of people um, would be able to afford. And so 
But once you start to work with like numbers of like, you know, people joining and then you're in the hundreds of like, there might be, you know, hundreds of people in a membership. It's like, yeah, it's like you can't be there, the one taking care of the whole thing. And so uh, that's been an adjustment for sure. And I I know that you've already done work with like other people, but like now I'm trying, I'm kind of like in that middle ground of like, I still don't want to be in like a big business with like a lot of employees and stuff. Like it's never been my thing or my goal, but like the the quality of like having other people help you with doing things is, um, it, it's an adjustment. It's a good adjustment, but it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's adjustment. Nonetheless. Like mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the important takeaway there is like, it's not impossible. It's not dumb. It's not the wrong thing to do. It's just an adjustment. Like, mm-hmm. and like, if you are someone, cause like Alex and I were running seek development, like doing our thing, like, and none of us, like we just basically like, we're, we basically worked for ourselves while working together. Yeah. Um, which was really refreshing. And like, obviously if something came up, we came together. If like we had an idea, we came together and talked about it and like, Hey, like, what do you think about this? And, or like help with clients or like whatever it was um, business wise. And it, you know, it's like you, you get used to that for so long mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like, okay, well I, I do want to, I kind of have like these other aspirations of things and I kind of do want to do this as well. And for me to do this and the other, it's like, I do need some people on my side. And I got asked recently, like, cause I was kind of talking about this and um, like, kind of like how many different hats that I'm wearing currently. And like, kind of got my hand in a few different things at the moment and like trying to like test the waters and like, Hey, do I enjoy this? Do I not? Um, is this something I see as like a long-term thing or just kind of like, Hey, I helped you do it here in the beginning. And then I'm kind of going to dip out. Um, and I got asked like, Hey, why, why don't you just do like, why is that worth, you know, like, is that worth the money you're making off that? Or is that worth, you know, all the trouble you're going through or like all these meetings or all these like whatever. And it's like, yeah, to me, because like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine doing all this shit by myself. Like I'm in, I'm busy as is. And I know you're like yeah. one of the busiest people I've ever met. Um, but it's, it's insane to think about like doing all, like going at all of this alone. And it's just like, mm. yeah. in theory, it's like that make that, that sounds awesome. Um, Cause you're like, yeah, my own, you know, I got no one else to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, mm, but you need help. Like <laughs> you need people around you. Um, exactly. Just to yeah. get you done. Well, and it also, yeah. And it especially, and it also depends on like what you're wanting to build it for. Right. I mean, right. It's, it's like, you know, you can build things for like impact. You can build things for freedom for yourself. You can build things for whatever. And it's, yeah, it, it's really interesting. And I don't know if you're similar to this, but it's, you know, we're both in a situation where we run our own businesses. So like entrepreneur minded and, and doing that and, and what we're doing, but like, I joke around, like I am the world's worst entrepreneur, like mentally, like I am not <laughs> yeah. an entrepreneur. Like I, like yeah. I, like most people, most people, like, I mean, like my, so my girlfriend, like she is 100% like entrepreneur, like always thinking about new things that she can be doing. And usually yeah. like one of the faults of like an entrepreneur is like, they have like 15 ideas and there's no plan of attack for any of them. Right. And so that's just, so that's where like having systems and having people helping you is good. I'm like the yeah. complete opposite. Like I suck at coming up with new ideas. But yeah. like I'm great at following through on things, and so that's Which why like, I think huge, like, so, like, yeah, it's it, it absolutely has its pluses and minuses. So like one is like Instagram. Like I found something that worked, and I just kept doing it over and over and over and over and over again because like. But I also didn't really 
expand into anything else because of that or, or whatever. And then, you know, I got into coaching and I, I love doing it and I just focused on maximizing that, which was really good. But then like probably also up to this point, at least that's why like I'm in this weird pivotal moment where I'm, I'm making those changes. But like, it's just funny how I just never really thought about doing yeah. anything else or what the next step would be. It's, it's, it's funny because most of the time entrepreneurs would be like, that's all they're thinking about is like, what's the next thing that they can do where I'm just like, how can I just keep doing this every day? So, yeah, man, that's a good point you bring up. Cause like, that's a, I think that's such a, such an important thing. And that's kind of like for just for example, like something that's very relatable to me is like Alex and I's dynamic, you know, like Alex definitely has ideas, but I would say I have, if Alex has like 10 ideas, I have 20 ideas. Yeah. It's just like, it's not a competition. It's just like, that's the way my mind works. Yeah. And so but Alex is there to kind of like just stare at me and just be like, bro, let's figure this out first and then do the next thing. Right. Yeah. And so you need those people, you know, so Alex, like Alex keeps me accountable. My wife keeps me accountable. Um, cause like I'll, I'll get super excited. I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. This is such a cool idea. Um, we could do this, 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 this. And it's like, okay, dude, chill. Um, <laughs> let's just follow through. Let's maximize. And I'm getting better. Like while, while spending time around those people, um, more and more, it's kind of like given me that mindset of like, okay, I I'm, I think I'm more self-aware now of just this, the, I know what's going on in my head of like, I know I'm cooking up these ideas, but that doesn't mean I need to like act or execute on all of them or any of them. It's like, yeah. I realize, or I'm self-aware at this point that it's like, I know these ideas are going to pop in my head. They're going to come up. But now I know and I'm more self-aware of the the fact that's like I kind of have like that hierarchy of importance of like these mm-hmm. are the top three things, top five things that are happening right now mm-hmm. that nothing else. Like I may write the other ideas down, but it's like I'm not going to even look at those until these three to five things yeah. are taken off, launched, taken care of, being nourished and like being sought into the future. And like, was this a good how did this go? Cause like based on like how this went, one of these other ideas mm-hmm. could either do really well or just drastically fail. So yeah. Um, no, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge separation. I think also it's just like good to have people around you. Like, so you mentioned your girlfriend, um, which is a new thing that wasn't around when we, when we, uh, when I last saw you. <laughs> um, so I'd love for you to kind of go into that a, a bit. Um, and how that's how that's been, how that's changed your life in a in a good way, or you know, yeah. Um, so yeah, go into that. Just how because I think Cassandra, like my wife, coming into my life, um, obviously, like there's there needs to be the, 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 this could go very deep, but like there's that communication of like, look, this is what I do, this is my hustle, this is my grind. Like I'm going to do this, and like we're here to support each other mm-hmm. in this. Um, Cause we've like, each person has their own hustle. Right. And I know she does. I mean, yeah. she basically does yeah. what you do. So mm-hmm. um, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, and it's really funny cause this is like another thing that I had never done. So basically like a little background for anyone who's listening, like, like I'm like, I literally, so I like went through my whole fitness journey or whatever. And I talk about this all the time where I had lost a ton of weight. So like I got to over 300 pounds and then lost weight and lost over 145 pounds, all this. So throughout all of this, I think I've went on like maybe five dates in my, in that whole process of high school to literally when we met and, and at that place. And, and for whatever reason, it's not even like a lack of interest in like going on dates, but it was like, 
this warehouse is very self self absorbed in a way that was not necessarily selfish, but more so yeah. just like I was doing my own thing. Like I literally only cared about my business. Like I, you know, I was on like Tinder. I go on like a couple dates, but like Tinder in like a small town is literally just a horrible, <laughs> horrible thing. It's like it's, it's so, essentially so, Facebook in a way. Yeah. It's not even in like half the people aren't even real. So it's just like what am I <laughs> even doing? I'm like done, and I'm not really meeting people either because it's like I, I didn't have like you a ton of people in Columbus. So that was the whole thing. And then obviously, uh, met Kaylin, um, we started talking and, uh, it's funny cause she is basically doing something very similar to me. Um, she does like in-person training, but also does online training. And it is now, um, shifting more online in general with like creating a membership that's launching. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So that's, all that's and so, amazing. And so I think like, so just from the get go, we had that strong connection just between us both being passionate about our own businesses. Um, and I think that's what really sparked it. And they got to know each other more and, um, eventually decided, Hey, this is cool. I think we work, we should, yeah. uh, start dating. Um, and so yeah. we did that. Um, and then like nine months later, this opportunity came up where we get this new place. So we like, we moved in, um, cause it's like in between where we've lived cause both of our leases were up. So it was like one of those kind of moments yeah. where, all right, like, let's just, is let's this go too for it, soon? Right? Let's just yeah, jump. It doesn't matter. Well, here's the yeah. funny thing we joke about though, because we both, and this is, um, there's actually going to be like a good business tie-in for this, and there's going to be a good fitness tie-in for this. That's really yeah. insightful. Um, that helped me actually as a business person and as a coach. Um, yeah. So we both work from home. So we, we have this term. Uh, it's quality time versus quantity time. Right. Because we can spend like yesterday was a quantity time day. Like we spent the entire day together and did not talk about anything about us the whole day. Which is needed, yeah. No, because, well, and that's, and exactly, right? So it's, so it would be easy for us to, I think on this, I think this happens in other relationships, maybe um, not as intensely, because maybe they're not working together. Um, but like, it's very easy to say, hey, we're spending time together, but we're actually not really together. We're just yeah. sitting next to each other You're in the room. You're ticking boxes instead of actually like intentionally doing it, yeah. Exactly. Um, but early on, it's funny. Like, I feel like we kind of were dating longer than maybe the time said because we were together every single day. Like yeah. we didn't have like these other things and we even have similar friend groups um, with it. So we spent a lot of time together. Um, but it's funny because we have a lot of similarities when it comes to relationships and um, stuff outside of business. And when it comes to business, we have a lot of differences. Um, yeah. or at least, and, and at the time that's like, it's funny how arguments would only surface around how to do things with business. Yeah. Um, and it was a combination of me thinking I'm right and not listening to her advice and me being stubborn and saying, yeah. well, you don't understand this, blah, blah, blah. And then me being wrong. Yeah. And then like, cause she's much more of like a, take a risk and try something and right. you either like fail or burn up with it. Right. Or, or the entrepreneur, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Where I'm like, that's not safe. Don't do that. Why are you, why are you spending that on that thing? Why are you doing this? Um, yeah. And so like from a business standpoint, um, us dating now, we've got, cause now we've been dating um, longer and it's, you know, more like we understand each other more, especially with how our brains work because, yeah. uh, but what's been awesome is like, it's not, neither of us needs to be right or wrong, especially with business stuff, because there are just different ways of how you think about doing things. Um, oh God, and we yeah. both, and we both need pushed in different things. Um, there's this personality test, it's called Evo and it's like, it's basically like a business personality test and it tells you how you should run your business. And I'm an yeah. architect, which mm. is very much that follow through structure, do this, then that, then that. And she's an explorer, which is the mm -hmm. complete opposite. That's like the head in the clouds and not yep. like necessarily do anything. And so we help each other by like, I help her 
organize, do this, 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 and this. And well, she helps me like take that risk. So for example, so Lena for Life, the new program I launched, would not have launched it without Kalen, like like telling yeah. me to launch or, or like at least like sitting in the room saying, aren't you going to do that? Like do that thing. And and just yeah. those small nudges, because I would have just kept pushing it off for, for years and never oh, really sure. growing. So, um, yeah. so it's been interesting too. And I think you can do that even with a business partner. It's like learning how each other works and, and not necessarily looking at like what they do well and, and poorly, but instead really emphasizing what they do well and, and letting that help you. And then maybe what they don't do so well, um, either not having that be a part of like the, the business relationship or, um, or at least maybe finding someone in the business that you do mesh well with in that sense. Um, obviously, yeah. we kind of got lucky that it's, I think in business, opposites do attract when you mm-hmm. both have the same goal. Um, I don't know if I agree with that with relationships, but I think with business relationships, I think it's true yeah. because it's more of like a building to the top. Um, so that's been interesting um, from from the business standpoint. Have you kind of noticed a similar thing like with uh, your relationship? Yeah, man. Your, mar- your marriage, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, it's still a relationship. Um, yeah. So I think for me, for me and Cassandra, it's been um, the interesting part because like she's a photographer uh, and, and a writer. And so, you know, what she, as she's, these are her words, she spends time with the fairies, like mm-hmm. off with the, I'm off with the fairies, like kind of like what you said, like, you know, she's, her head's in the clouds. Like mm-hmm. she's kind of just off like dreaming or like thinking or being creative in her mind. And it's kind of just like, nothing's really happening via like getting stuff done, mm-hmm. but it's just like, it's time well spent. Um, but <laughs> you're not doing anything, yeah. um, which in terms of like, depending on how you execute or how you like work foundationally as a person. And so I know like you are like someone just like gets out, like you're an executor, like you're, you're that architect mm-hmm. of systems and like, okay, this is what I'm doing today. And like, okay, go. And yeah. it's like, get it done. Um, inbox to zero type mentality. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's been, and I'm a similar, I'm a similar way. And so it's been good, I think, for me in having her there to kind of like allow me to kind of step back and yeah, again, quote unquote, like spend more time with the fairies, like off with the fairies and just like mm-hmm. take time for myself and kind of just think, um, kind of allow myself to dream bigger, think bigger, uh, like what, what would this look like, you know? And so I think you can kind of get, I kind of talked about this this past weekend, but I think you can kind of get lost in the micro if, if if you're, if you're not careful because, or if you're not surrounding yourself with people that like tell you to think, okay, it's the micro super fucking important, but you can't forget about the macro. Like, what Mm -hmm. do you, what are you even working towards? Because I think we get in this like execution mode of like, you know, that inbox to zero mode of like, okay, knocking all this out today. And then tomorrow I'm doing all of this. And it's like the daily grind and you feel super productive and it's, it's amazing. Like you're making money, your business is running, running very well, Mm -hmm. but the downside to all of that, like, obviously those are both positives, but the downside to that is if you're not spending time, like in the clouds or off with the fairies or thinking about the macro, you could end up real, like royally fucking yourself over Mm -hmm. because you've basically like wedged yourself into this, like. 10 years, five years, 10 years down the road, you're like, Oh fuck. I did this to myself. Yeah. Like, I don't like this. I don't like where I'm at. I don't like what I'm doing anymore. And it's like, 
why didn't I think of this? Like, why didn't I think yeah. bigger and like forecast a little bit more into the future? And like, almost like in terms of like a Gary V vocabulary, like reverse engineer what yeah. I'm trying to even create in the first place. Yeah, it's, that's like, the, the analogy I like to use, and it's like the worst analogy, but it makes sense. It's like, imagine like that. It's a good purpose there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the well, worst analogy you'll ever hear. Yeah, exactly. Because it's it's might take a second, but it actually does make sense because I thought about it. It's like, you know, basically it takes both of those things. And it's like, imagine if your goal is like, um, it's like a door that's like, you know, 30 feet in the air, right? So I think that there's a combination here. So a lot of times people will have their heads in the clouds and not ever think about how they, all they're thinking about is what's beyond that door. And they're not thinking about how are they going to get to that door in the first place. Yeah. Right. And so you, then you go back to people who are, you know, thinking about those, the micro of the systems. It's like, okay, we have to build a staircase to this, this door. But the problem that some people can get into is that they're not thinking enough about how is what they're doing now going to impact the future. It's essentially like, just like bringing like a stairmaster into like a, a gym equipment stairmaster. So you can you're just walk anywhere. Up, you're, yeah. you're going up the steps and every day you're getting stuff done, but you're not really getting where you want to be. And so yeah. it's the combination of like, doing those micro taking those steps but you have to make sure that staircase is leading towards what that goal is or you're just going to kind of be in that perpetual cycle of just like never moving even though you're getting you're doing things and you're getting work done you're never doing meaningful work towards what you want to become right. um which is hard to do especially for someone like me who i work really well when what i'm doing is working when it's like moving yeah. me it's like everything's going well it's hard for me to do things that i don't know how they're gonna what's gonna happen when i put yeah. that work in. it's hard for me to put effort into things that i don't know if it's going to work or not that yeah. that's where i struggle and it's where i have caught myself kind of falling into with my business more than anything so yeah so i think that's a good point and i let me ask um just because i think uh this would be helpful for people like where where you're at right now mm -hmm. how would you categorize yourself in terms of like what your analogy you just mentioned like the you know the door 30 feet in the air like so as you are like someone who is more into the the building of the stairs how how are you making sure like you're staying on track like you're you're making your way you're still moving towards that door mm -hmm. um, but you're not sp spending too much time in the clouds and like so like where you're at right now where do you think you fit into that analogy yeah so for me, this is actually a good question because I actually just thought of it perfectly in my head when you asked this. Now I'm gonna Amazing. Like, do this more. Well, I just realized I do this for myself, and I am just now making, you know, becoming aware of how what I've done to to fix this for myself. So, for me, I'm not worried about my ability to work hard and build a system around whatever it is I need to do. Like that's my strong suit, and so I have I don't really put effort into that. Like when I jump into a new venture now, it's like I'm not worried about. Like, how am I going to make this more efficient? Or am I going to do the work to do this? Like, I know myself and I know I'm going to do that. For me, it's jumping into those things. And so what's been effective for me is to surround myself with people or to have people in my life who are pushing me to do that thing. So like my yeah. business partner now is 100% like go like crazy has crazy ideas about what he wants to do for things and like yeah. some of them i'm just like whoa dude like <laughs> like easy just come, come down man come, chill come the down. fuck out um, yeah. yeah but then even like kaylin i mean i guarantee you know, one of the reasons why i'm so infatuated with her is because she's just always thinking about these like bigger things yeah. that like she wants to do whether they are you know practical or not just right. have it's like that mental exercise is so important and i think that th those things like feed off on me and make me, they almost like, like knowing that 
it's the comfort of knowing that those people are are pushing me to do it, which kind of incentivizes me to feel like, okay, maybe it is the good move. Cause if one person says to do something and then another person says to do it and like, then I'm more likely to like, okay, start to believe it and actually do it. Um, yeah. so, so like having them to help push me knowing that by default, I'm going to make the systems work of whatever that is, um, ha- has been a big game changer for me. So, so it's really what it is. It's like realizing that if you want to like build something that's, that's bigger and, 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 you know, whatever, um, you need other people as much as you think that yeah. you can do it yourself, you need other people, not only to, for the execution, but for like, to, to, to keep you, your mind, you know, going and to keep you, um, hungry for, for growth or, or for whatever that ultimate thing is. Cause it's easy to get stuck in the, in the motions of things. Um, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's so important to have those people around you, like whether it's a significant other, a partner or whatever, and friends, um, business partners, like all of these people are super important because these people also like see things you never see or see things you'll never, ever, ever realize about yourself. Mm. And it's kind of like that trend, like you were just talking about, like, it's this trend of, I keep hearing this, you know, mm. it's like one person says it and you're like, yeah, like three other people have said that in the past, like few months. Like, what is this? Why are you saying mm. these things? And it's like, uh, like, like for example, like you're like maybe putting out your, your leaner for life program, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's one of those things that you, again, like you never would have done it or you would have put it off for years and years. And it's like, you kept hearing like from business partners or your, or your uh, from your partner, it's kind of just like, I got to do this, you know, like you keep hearing it and like people see these potential, like people see this, um, I said this on a, on a podcast, uh, a couple months back, but it was like, you don't quite realize something until you do. And it's like, it's, it's this realization phase of like, mm-hmm. so I think you go through a denial phase of like, no, 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 Like that ain't true. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, fuck, yeah, fuck off. Like, that's not, that's not real. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do that. Like, come on. Um, it's kind of like that be realistic mentality of like, no, I'm just, let me do this. I'm good at this. Like, this is growing. Like, this is fine. But like people see like they're, yeah, you can keep doing that. But like you have so much more left in you like that I think would free up a lot of creative space and like free up a lot of time for you and allow you to even create this bigger impact. Um, And again, like you don't, it's something like you don't quite realize it until you, until you do. And then, then once you realize it, it's like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. this makes, yeah, I see it. It's kind of like, um. To me, that's kind of like the advice you get from like your grandparents or your parents, like, you know, like, you know, listen to your elders advice. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like when you're young, you're kind of going through it and you're like, yeah, yeah. All right. You know, you're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, you don't, you've never been in my shoes. Like, (laughs) you know, like you see all these things as like a teenager, like just a young, a young kid where you're just like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. Like you can't relate. And then you get to an age where you're just like they were spot on, dude. Like this is exactly, they couldn't have drawn it up any better of where I'd be, what life would be like, like how many times I'd just be punched in the face just for Mm -hmm. no reason and just have to get right back up and just dust it off and be like, all right, well, let's go. (laughs) You know, that's yeah. Well, that right there, that's been something that has like been honestly a revolution, especially in the last two years and not to get like too crazy, like, spiritual philosophical on your podcast yeah, woo-woo like, fuck, man. well i'm well so i have some pretty woo-woo friends but like every time we're talking they're just like 
my yeah. brain just explodes. Go wherever um, you want with it. Well, but so something I've been like really embracing recently, and it's so true. And it's and I think it what's what's come down to is like meeting people who I at one point put on this huge pedestal, who I still put on that pedestal, but meeting them and then once I get to know them, like realize how re- realist like real they are as a person. Yeah. And then like so the the example I'll use is and the first time this happened to me was so Jordan Syatt. Sure. Um, yeah. so, so I was like, whenever I first started my coaching business, I was actually working, like he was like my business coach. Um, I was working with Jordan on like, you know, how do I start my own training business? Right. So he was right. like a one-on-one business coach. Um, and I became good friends with him through doing that. And then like shortly after starting to work with him, he became Gary Vaynerchuk's coach. Right. And like in my mind, and even to this day, like I think of Gary Vaynerchuk as like, who like, this is just crazy. Like person who knows like Casey Neistat and he's like uh, the rock. Like, Rom- he's yeah. seriously like the yeah. rock of that world. Right? right. And so it's just crazy to me. And then like every once in a while, like, I mean, I would have been on a phone, I've been on the phone with Jordan and mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, dude, I'm in the car with Gary right now. What's up? And like talking about something. And it's just so like, it made me realize more and more like, everybody and it's it's like and i don't think it's cliche it's like everyone can do whatever they want to do like anyone can accomplish things that are amazing and it's like and nobody's necessarily special like for sure it's, you know and obviously in athletics and stuff like and in some ways some people have advantages but it's really i think more so just being able to understand where your advantages are and doubling down on those things yeah. um but like it's more and more i'm just realizing that you know nobody's above anyone else um and it's really just about not only the effort you're putting in but how well you're able to um calculate that effort or in terms of like, like be intelligent with that effort and where you're putting it into. So like, for me, it's like, you know, knowing that I can put a lot of effort in, but it's not always necessarily the, the most calculated or, or the smartest. The ROI like, isn't, isn't as high or like the, it's not going to index as well. Yeah, exactly. Right. And just realizing like people who are successful or, or people who I perceive as being like this huge thing, it's really just like, they are work incredibly hard, but are also very in tune with what they want. And how their how their how their day to day effort is going to get them to where they want, and I think that's ultimately what determines someone who's successful in any pursuit. It's just like being able to balance those two things. And the thing is, I think everyone can do that. It's just coming down to realizing: Are you better at having your head in the clouds, or are you better at execution? Okay, if you're good at the execution, then focus more on getting your head in the clouds. If you're head in the clouds, figure out ways or get people to help you be more like executive or, or. execution or whatever the word would be execute act- better <laughs> yeah. yeah execute better they actually yeah. Do that. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah i think that's a great that's a great point man and I, I think like underlying where these people are just normal people they're human like and i've met you know again uh, similar with the the jordan uh reference like jordan and i are friends as well and i remember jordan just to keep on like the same just to yeah. kind of like create that that level of um relation there it's like jordan sent me a message in early 2017. Like this was when my Instagram kind of exploded Mm -hmm. and um, I was kind of putting those X and check mark videos out. And I remember getting a DM from, from Jordan and he was like, Hey bro, like it's pretty crazy. Like I've just watched your Instagram kind of grow. I'd love to hop on a a call and like chat about things. Cause he was, he was just getting into Instagram basically at this point. And cause you know, I, I think he finally, like finally started to listen to Gary after, yeah. you know, like, okay. Cause I, I, Jordan's a big email guy. It's like, okay, no email list. It's working Facebook. I got a big audience there. Um, website gets a lot of SEO traffic and it's like, and, but I'm sure Gary is just harping. I'm like, get on Instagram, get on Instagram, get on Instagram. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I think he finally was like, all right, fine. Um, and so we like, 
I remember it's kind of the same thing as like he messaged me, DM me. And I remember I like screenshot it since my wife. I'm like, dude, you never guess who DM me. Yeah. And it's like, this is so cool. And, you know, we hopped on the phone. We talked about Instagram for a bit. Um, kind of like things that I saw were working and like all this stuff. And then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you just get to know these people more. And it's like, be, they just are intended. Like how normal is Jordan? Like yeah. such a normal dude. But it's like yeah. we people see him. And even us, at, you know, at a certain extent, like see him to like be this thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like he's such a normal dude. That's just so good at intentionally spending his time at shit that's going to index better. Like it's just yeah. going to index well. Right. It's like I can spend 10 hours today doing this or I can spend 10 hours today doing this. And it's mm-hmm. like if I choose like A or B and it's like, I, well, I chose A. You're right. Yeah. And it's. Yeah. Well, the one thing I was going to say about that before it was over was like, it eliminates the fear. Cause I think that's what holds people back. It's not, not, it's not the, the, the fear of doing it. It's the fear of like, could I, it's like not the fear of failure. It's the fear of success. That's right. how most people are. They don't know what, what that if it works. Like. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, like, oh shit, what, what if, if this works? works? Now yeah. I'm going to have to do this. Now I'm just, yeah. that does this thing. It's like, um, that's yeah. there, but then also, um, Oh shoot. What was going to say? So the indexing thing, like being able to like be smart about your effort and stuff. Like the thing is, is like, that doesn't just come from theory though. It comes from practice. And like, so Jordan, for example, is a great example of someone who, you know, how many times has like people like that messed up? And like, he told me on the phone all the time, like he he would tell me like all the time, like, dude, like you don't even understand. And it's like what happened with Instagram. Like you're not lucky at all, but you don't understand like how that happening so early is such a huge win for you and kept like, not like bringing me down to remind me like, dude, you're just starting like, like, but be very like, the advantage of this but like, like he just said like he spent years with yeah. no one and even me i mean like six months before i ever had any type of recognition on instagram like i didn't have any nothing was working and nothing i was just doing things i was creating a blog post nearly every day mm-hmm. um posting and stuff and and what people do is is like they, they let those failures like rack up and they let the failures determine that they're not good at something when instead really it's just teaching you how to become better it's like the whole thing where there are no wins and losses there's only wins and lessons um, that's like something I've been harping on it. And that's where I think people are successful. It's like, yes, indexing, but they get there from learning from like, from never stopping, like no matter what, like even when they're messing up, even though it's been three months and they've still not had a, a post that's done well or anything, they keep not only keep going, but they're learning as they go. Like they're, they're noticing what's working, what's not working. Okay. Stop doing what's not working. Keep doing what is working. And they're willing to put in that effort early on to, you know, learn how to do things in that way. I think that that recalibration stage is super important. And I think just rolling with it for a bit, like just go with it and Mm -hmm. allow yourself to, again, like allow yourself to fail and allow yourself to learn a lesson. And I I think some of the like biggest advancements that I've seen in my professional career honestly come off the back end of a a failure. It's off the Mm -hmm. back end of like, well, this was fucking stupid like this didn't work or i spent a year of doing this that i wouldn't necessarily want to do again but i'm super glad that it happened because i wouldn't be where i'm at literally right now talking to you if i didn't go through those things yeah and those were those were those lessons and yeah i think it's this i think it is this fear of failure like not even the failure the fear of the failure it's the fear of what if this shit works and it's like okay And then there's this like analysis or this paralysis by analysis of like, okay, what if I don't fail? So 
we spend all this time worrying about if we do fail. And then like, once we move past the, like worrying about the failing stage, yeah. now we, we worry about like, what if we do have success with this? What does my life look like now? Do I want to do that? Okay. Like, okay. Now, 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 now I get lost in the clouds. It's like, okay, well now I'm in the mm-hmm. mindset. Okay. It's going to work. You still not done anything. Like you're still sitting yeah. there doing nothing, but you're, you're going through all these, like it could be months that go by that you're just like, you know, at your, at your job, you hate, or just doing shit that you, or just not doing anything at all. Um, yeah. and you're just like, now you're lost in the clouds of like, okay, this is going to work out. I'm going to become, you know, or, you know, I'm going to become this, or I'm going to be, I'm going to be the expert here, or I'm going to be this famous on, on Instagram or like in real life. Um, and I'm going to be this rich. I'm going to make this much a year. And you just get like, you don't allow for anything to really happen. Mm-hmm. because you were so scared of the failure, you moved past that. You were so scared of the success. You've <laughs> immensely moved past that to the point where now you're putting yourself like on this pedestal already of like who I'm going to be. Yeah. And then you're almost setting yourself up for failure because whatever you think you're going to be, you'll never quite get there. Like, yeah. you know, like, or if you're lucky, you will get there and you're going to be like, well, I didn't think this was going to happen. This is cool. Like, where does this go next? Yeah. Um, which is a really cool stage. Well, to that, be. <laughs> well that was there right there though. That, well, that what you just said, what's next. And that's the thing yeah. is that people assume that they're going to reach this point where it's going to be done. Where this, it's stopping. never it's done. Like, no, ever. You're not going to stop. Like you're going to continue moving forward. So like people are like almost, they're trying to like create this success for the future selves. And they're forgetting, you know, it's not that you're trying to like, you know, suffer now to get better in the future. It's like, you know, you're just continuing to like better whatever it is that you're wanting to get to. And it's a journey all the way there. And so, you know, it's literally like embracing the journey, but realizing that every step of that journey is necessary. Um, and, and, yeah. you know, you should learn to love every step of it too, because you don't like what's going to happen. I, I mean, I, you know, I guarantee that people would have this because I mean, maybe, I mean, on the very small scale of like what I've been able to do, like, it's funny how like looking back, like, I don't feel like I'm like, it just kind of happened. Like I didn't yeah. like wake up one day and I was like, oh wow, it look, happens. it just kept it just kept happening, right? I mean, yeah. it, was, it, it it just kept growing, and then and, it, and that's the way it is now, and it's just very normal. Like it doesn't feel unnormal. Like it doesn't. It's not you know. It's it's what's what it is, and so I don't think there's ever going to be that moment when you're like we you wake up and I mean, you can look back on things and be proud of them and be like, wow, look at this, look at all I've accomplished. But like, yeah, you know, you're always going to be in that position where you want to get to whatever that next thing is. And you're going to kind of always be, you're always going to be right here. And this is always what you're going to want to be at. And it's not bad to like want to keep growing, but you need to be able to like be okay with where you're at right now and be, and be willing to like, you know, as you grow, be okay with whatever stage you're at, if, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And I, it, it's this, it's this concept of like the season you're in. Yeah, My wife and yeah. I talk a lot about this. It's kind of like, this is the season, you know, like we kind of always say that to each other. Like if we, we kind of having a down period or even sometimes in like a really up period, like where things are going super wet and we're almost, um, we're almost really worried about like, Oh my God, what if this stops? Yeah. And like, well, well, oh shit. Like, what, what if this, what if this goes away? And it's, we just, it's this constant reminder. Like, we'll just, at this point, we kind of just say, it's like, it's the season, like yeah. embrace the season that this is the season you're in, whether it's, whether it's a physical season. Cause like we all go through these seasons, whether it's like you, you're, you know, to relate it, you know, kind of back to fitness here. It's like, you go through these stages. Like my wife and I met when we were in, our worst physical season we've ever been in. Like we were very self-conscious of like where we were physically because like 
I had just let myself kind of like accumulate more body fat than I've ever really had before. I, I wasn't really training as much. And it was, you know, she kind of was doing, she did the same because like she had just lost a couple family members due to cancer. And like there was this massive amount of like all this happening. And that like during that season though is when we met. And it's like, it was amazing because we were, so we were in the worst place we've ever been mentally, mm-hmm. but the best place we've ever been with like a relationship and with like our emotion yeah. and being vulnerable and being there with each other and being intentional and like just being present. And so like there is that yin and the yang of everything. And I actually said this last night um, to a buddy that was, that was staying with me and it was, I think this is just super important to understand that you can't have one without the other. Like mm-hmm. the b- most beautiful thing about life itself is our ability to feel all of these things. Yeah. And so like to feel love, to feel joy, to feel intimacy and connection, to to feel all of these beautiful things that are just like this, you know, soup of neurotransmitter and mm-hmm. happiness and just like all of these, like, oh my God, like life couldn't get any better. That means that the opposite is also true because if you can feel those things, then you can feel the pain, mm-hmm. the detriment, the depression, the anxiety, the, all of these things on the, on the bottom of that scale. Like, and I think to, to sum it up, it's like, we kind of just want to be somewhere in the middle of that mm-hmm. for the most part, like you're going to have really highs, you're going to have really lows, but if you can be somewhere in the middle of that, And I think that can relate to business as well. Like don't get too caught up in the highs. Don't get too caught up in the lows. Just kind of live in the middle there. Um, Mm -hmm. And kind of, kind of almost romanticize that middle. Like if things are super high, it's like, okay, well, like I'm familiar with this feeling that I know it's going to be flighty. Like Mm -hmm. this is a flighty phase and not that you shouldn't take advantage of it and share shit and like feel that moment, be present in that moment. You should also on the back end kind of being prepared for things to just be pulled out, like the rug to be pulled out from under you or your chair to be pulled out from under you as you're trying to sit down Um, because it's going to happen. And again, like this ability to feel all these things means that the opposite is also true. Dude. Yeah. This is, it's so funny you're saying this because this is why I live in Ohio. (laughs) <laughs> not to just make a big rush. like i am a true believer in the yin and the yang of oh, of, of life so the yeah. reason so for example why do i live in ohio um uh, when you know a lot of people live in california and i'm sure living in california there's so many other benefits let's just talk about weather for a second one of the reasons <laughs> yeah. I, one of yeah. the reasons i love ohio is because there's seasons so right now um like the new apartment that we moved into has like a pool area and like this and it's awesome and so memorial day weekend everyone's outside because it's like 78 degrees sunny in ohio and like in ohio when it starts to get warmer people are freaking out like it'll be 67 degrees and people have their shirts off and they're oh yeah they're like oh my god i get a tan like oh yeah exactly because (laughs) they know that come it's november december it's going away so but i think that you have to have that balance because whenever i lived in florida like i started just kind of like hate the heat i'm like this is terrible because it's always going to be hot or whatever that was just my personal you know obviously that's that's the weather or the macro but i think like that's every area of life it's relatable it's very relatable and that's what that, I think that's what helps you make sure that you don't get caught. That's what you said. Like it helps you be able to enjoy the good of when things are going well without getting caught up in it. 
but also being able to feel the negatives of when things aren't going well, but not letting it pummel you or not letting it bury you in it. Um, you know, it's being able to realize that things do swing up, but things also swing down. So just being, you know, aware of that and being able to like, I love what you said about the seasons, like, you know, being able to embrace whatever season you're in and make the best of it. And because, you know, how you maybe act in those seasons is going to be different, but just knowing that it is a season and it's going to change and it's always going to be changing. So you have to adjust for it because it's not going to change. So you have to change around it. Right. Exactly. And I think that's a blessing of coming from coming from the Midwest where the seasons are yes, they're exactly. Yeah. They're super flighty. Um, cause I'm from Indiana. Uh, yeah. and so it's like, you know, winter could be, winter could seem like it's going to last forever. And then one day, all of a sudden it goes from snowing and negative five mm-hmm. temperature Fahrenheit to 75 and sunny and it's spring already. And you're like, exactly. It literally was snowing three days ago. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. And that is so relatable to life. It's like you had a bad week or you had a bad three months, but it literally just keep fucking going. And mm-hmm. in three days time, this could literally all just shift. Like it could all just be better. And that's going like yeah. allow it to happen as well. Cause I think there's almost like this level of self-sabotage that we have as well, that we're just kind of like, you just ingrain yourself in this struggle. And I think there's deeper issues to that, but yeah that you need to unpack and like, why are you self-sabotaging of like, yeah, things could be better. Why are you s- still driving yourself into the ground? Yeah. Um, but it, it can come and go that quickly. And I think that's super important to realize. I owe the season's reference to, uh, to my wife because she's the one that kind of like brought that, yeah. that form that like planted that seed in my head. Um, yeah. Years I love that. that. That's so yeah. good. Just to add on to the, what you're saying, I think it's, it's good to be in those moments, but there's a difference. Like, I think what you just said about self-sabotage, you can't, because unlike seasons, real weather seasons, which will change regardless of how you're feeling, because you're not controlling it, your life seasons are still going to be dictated in a sense on the efforts you're putting in. And mm-hmm. so like, if you are in like that negative thing, but if you're not actively doing things to improve it or to grow yourself and you're just like, like you're, you are allowing it to like, you know, now, you're, now you. you're identifying with it. Then, then, yeah, that happened to you, right? Um, then, then that's where you're going to find yourself way more in those negative feelings and never even being able to appreciate what's good. So it's a balance of like you always need to be working towards being better, but you have to have the awareness of knowing that that doesn't happen in a linear fashion. That comes in waves, and and it always will. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's definitely it's a two sided thing because you have to have the effort, but then you also have to have the 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 mental maturity maybe, or I don't know, emotional maturity to be willing to feel in the moment and not let those feelings dictate what's going to happen in your overall life or experience or whatever. Yeah. And I think it's, I think one of something like being again, more introspective in the last couple of years and being very self-aware or becoming more self-aware. Um, I still have a lot, a long way to go, but I'm, I'm very calm and very just like cool and collected. And it's my highs aren't incredibly high in my lows. I did hit an incredible low. I've never hit a low like that, that I did last year. And it it was paralyzing. And I I, I was very scared from it. And it felt like something was just, it was over in a sense, like I'd just done something, I'd made a decision. And it was like, okay, well, this is, it was that big of a low. And I've Mm -hmm. never hit one before, like to the point where I was physically paralyzed, like I didn't know where to go. And but uh, that, again, like those are, it's not that like you can prevent those things from happening, no matter how cool and collected I am or just calm and like level headed, level natured. Um, you know, I'm kind of like the sense of like, 
an ocean of like having like a small ripple. It's, you know, it's, I'm not big waves of like all these things. It's kind of just like a very calm ocean. That's kind of, you can look out and it's like, there may be a small ripple or small wave because the wind, but it's like, it's mainly flat. Like you can just mainly see out. Um, and I don't really have those two highs or two lows. Uh, and that, that's just something that's true with me, but that doesn't mean it can't happen. Cause like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I hit super highs and I have hit super lows. Um, but as a whole, like it all kind of like levels back out. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask, uh, I do have a couple questions. Like, obviously this is a very un, like <laughs> nothing has been scripted yeah. about this conversation. It's just been a conversation. Um, and that, that's what I love about it. But I do have a couple questions I do like to ask just to kind of like make sure that I get kind of your insight into those. And so, yeah. um, and just kind of like almost pry something out of you. Uh, so one of the questions, there's two questions. So one of the questions is what is something that you're most excited about? Like that's outside of fitness or business currently, just like Ooh. personal. That's, that's personally like a part of like me, like where I'm at Carter or, or you and your, your partner or you and just like, just Carter, like centric, like not having to do with like, if your business and like your fitness life didn't exist, like you as a person, what are you yeah, most excited yeah. about? Honestly, it's like, and it's, you know, it for sure is it's my relationship with Kaylin. It's like, it's funny. I think mostly just because I've never had like a relationship with someone that's like this. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I'm intoxicating. It is, it is right. And like, you get lost in it. And it's like one of those things where like, I'm also so analytical. So I'm just like, oh yeah, just (laughs) waiting for this to die down, waiting for it to go away. But it's like, it's, you know, it's still there and it's like growing. And so just like even excited now because of, just the type of person she is and like knowing how, like, I mean, she, like, and it, it sounds weird. Like she, like I say, like she scares me, not like in like a bad way, like in a way to where like, she's constantly making me uncomfortable in terms of like pushing me outside of my comfort zone, which is like always a, a good thing. Like not like in bad ways, like in good ways, like of what we're doing. And so like, we're t- like taking trips together now and like mm-hmm. planning these things and, um, and, and doing that. And so, um, honestly, like that, like even outside of whether it's outside of business or fitness, like that's literally like the third thing in my life that right now is probably taking up the most, uh, time of my life, you know, and, and ab- absolutely like you know, definitely probably one of the things that's growing the most in my life right now, um, yeah. that I- I'm super excited about. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I can relate to that in the sense of like, it's just, you know, when you find that person, it's like, mm-hmm. you're the person, like you're my person. Yeah. And it's like. <laughs> this is it. Like you can just yeah. feel you're it. My, you know? You're my, you're my human. Yeah. You're my human. It's just like, yeah. Oh man, like, all right, sweet. Um, and then you just work on like, it's, it is so intoxicating and you're just like, how can I, and again, like not allowing, like we were talking about earlier, not allowing yourself to self like self-sabotage that. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay to have these, I think there's just like, and depending where you come from and like what your background is and, um, you know, all of this stuff that you've kind of gone through in your life, like obviously your life is just comp- like comprised of these experiences over and over and how you're, you're taking those lessons and putting them forward and applying them. But, you know, it's, it's okay to be really happy and it's yeah. okay to be successful. It's okay to kind of not take life too seriously and it's okay to take life really seriously and it's okay yeah. to do, it's okay. Like, I think the theme there is like, it's Okay. Because yeah. I think we feel it a lot of times like it's just like, oh, I feel this way, but that oh, that's not okay. Like I I should be feeling this way, and it's like, yeah, dude, there's no fucking rule book. Like exactly, yeah. 
just feel like whatever you feel, go with it. You know, if you feel intoxicated by this love, like go with it, you know, invest into it. Yeah. And it's so funny how like I have a lot of friends who are like getting into like their thirties, um, who are maybe like single for whatever reason. And like, it's funny to see like that, that idea, like no matter where they're at, like in like, whether it's business, but it's funny how like in relationships, especially like they're just way more likely to just like, just to do things. Um, but more so like intelligently. Cause I think that, you know, obviously people like jump into things, but I think sometimes it's not because they want to, because they feel like they have to, or it's like, this yeah. is just the next step. I'm right? 32. So, I gotta, I gotta find someone exactly, and the guy, yeah. I gotta have a kid. And yeah. Like, it, mm. and so that's, that's it. But I think also though, it could be good where like, I think that sometimes like you just get to the age where like you start to realize that whole thing of like life is not serious. Cause now yeah. you're at the age where like, you know, okay. Like, so like, you know, I'm 32. Like I remember whenever I was like 20, 20 and I thought, oh my gosh, 32 is so like, it's an old person now, but now, now you're yeah. 32. So now you're like shit. And like, wait, I'm the same person that I was. And so yeah. like, I think at that point you start to realize that life isn't like this, it's not this big serious thing. I mean, it's serious. There's that point, but like you're almost more likely to just do what feels right in the moment. Um, yeah. in, in a sense and, and not unintelligently, not like somewhat impulsively, like just obviously some like experience going up to that point. But like, yeah. I don't know, like that's something I've noticed and it's weird how like in my life now, like I'm becoming more impulsive in a way to where I'm doing what I want to do. Not impulsive. I don't yeah. think in, you know, in a negative way, more so like in a, no, I want to do this. And I've always been someone who sat back and calculated it. Should I do it? Should I? Do, and I'm like, no, the risk is too high. Don't do it. Yeah. But like now I'm, I'm, I'm getting to awareness because of the people who are around me and, and the Kalen specifically right now, like doing things that are not like, un, not, not risky or, I mean, even if they are a little bit risky, not like dumb or anything, it's just like, you're living life. Like you, life is about taking those risks and doing these things. And if not, like, what are you waiting for? What are you saving up for? Like, you know, you need to you're live your life in some degree. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. Like you were, and again, like this is, you know, they're all the, all these cliches, like they're cliches for a fucking reason. Like people yeah. say these things over and over because probably most of them are true. Yeah. And like you aren't guaranteed tomorrow. And I think that's a beautiful thing. It's fucking scary, but like, fuck if it isn't beautiful too. Yeah. Because it's, it's the truest reminder of like, dude, yes, make calculated decisions. Like don't, you know, if it seems stupid, impulsive, like you probably shouldn't go out and gamble your life savings away, but like, maybe you should take a risk because yeah. you, know, you should tell that person you love them. Like you should call that person or like you should work really hard on this because it makes you feel good mm-hmm. because you, if you're going to go out tomorrow, like at least make sure you spent today, like doing something you really enjoyed. And if that's working, yeah, fucking work. Um, yeah. That's going out on a date. Like that's going out on a date. And obviously like, I think kind of like the, the motto of, <laughs> I think the mantra of um, the mantra of this year is because like last year was really tough for me. The mantra of this year is just do the big things right consistently and don't sweat the small stuff. And because like out of a, things are going to balance out. Like again, like you're going to live somewhere there, somewhere in the middle and you're going to hit highs, you're going to hit lows. But if you're doing the big things right consistently, you're putting those big rocks into, into place consistently. Like those pebbles are going to fill the gaps, yeah. you know, and by not sweating the small stuff. Yeah. Right. So you're going to fill that cup up. 80, 90% with the, with the doing the big things right consistently. And then by not sweating the small stuff, you're not going to get in your own way of allowing those pebbles to kind of like fill in the rest of the gaps and like make your life complete. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Are you, uh, would you say that you're more of a, like a, a optimistic person or like a pessimistic person in terms of like your outlook on things? It's a good question. I think I've, um, 
I've evolved uh, to to be more optimistic. Um, I would say again, like I'm I'm quite level headed, and so I I can I, I think the cop out answer is I'm a realist, but like okay, that's kind of a cop out answer to not you know because that could mean anything. But um, and if that mm-hmm. if that was your answer, then don't say that, Carter. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's okay to be a realist too. Cause like, I think being a, like, again, like there's a continuum within everything and like a realist can be many things and like how you're approaching that, that answer could be, could be meaningful. But to me, I, I used to be quite pessimistic. I be, I used to be um, quite a negative person in the sense of like, quote unquote, being the realist of like, dude, that's not going to happen. Like realistically, like fuck me, fuck, like yeah. fuck off, fuck you. Like that's not going to be a thing. And that used to be like my narrative. And I think over time, meeting the people I've met, meeting my wife, um, meeting like surrounding myself intentionally with good people and having good conversations like this, it's like I've turned into being more optimistic in the sense of just like what I said, like do the big things right consistently and don't sweat the small stuff. Like it's honestly not that big of a deal. And you'll understand and you'll realize more and more as the more experiences you live that, and I, I, there's a reason I say that instead of like, as you get older, because I older, like biological age is not a, like a marker of like anything in my opinion, like Mm -hmm. chronological experiences of shit you've experienced in lives you've lived and risk you've taken and downfalls pitfalls. You've, you've really experienced and these high points and low points, like, all these experiences, I think more or less create an age more so than biological age. Cause like, yeah, I've had people come to me that are like in their forties, for example. And they're like, there's, they're either trying to figure out shit that I figured out a long time ago, or they're like, you don't know anything. You're 25. And it's like, yeah, but I haven't been just sitting around for 25. Yeah. Like I've been doing, like I've lived many lives. Yeah. Um, and there's a reason like this podcast is called life beyond fitness. Like, because so much of my life, like the foundations of who I am today were built through fitness. Yeah. Like the discipline, the d- determination, the execution, the seeing something through, even though you don't want to fucking do it. But everything on top of that has been built because this life I've created beyond fitness of like travel, mm-hmm. love, experience, spending time with people that aren't even in fitness, like getting this rounded perspective of life and like spending time in other cultures and seeing how like how much your shit doesn't really matter of like, okay, you couldn't have this type of coffee today. It's like, is that really a big issue? Yeah. Really? Cause like, well, there's somewhere, yeah. someone else like fucking really struggling <laughs> yeah. here, you know? Yeah. No, I dig that. I like that. Yeah. What about you? Funny. What's your answer? I'm, so like, I'm, I'm similar. I'm, I'm naturally pessimistic, but what's funny is it goes back to what I was saying earlier about like knowing your strengths and working on like morphing around those strengths rather than just like trying to become something else. So like, I think, and this is maybe for anyone who's listening, who is naturally pessimistic or just negative. And like, they see these people who are always positive and always excited. And it's almost disgusting. It's like, how yeah, are you that way like, all dude, the time? Fucking come on. Really? Yeah. yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. So, so that honestly has for a long time, pissed me off for me. I'm like, I can't, I'm like, I don't think that way. And like, and I yeah. tried to force myself to think that way and it wasn't working. So for me, yeah. like two things, um, and the reason I asked that was because like, I think that you can, you can have, you can have pessimistic, pessimistic tendencies, Absolutely. but still move, but still not let that like define you. So two things that helped me is like one, like I, I can get excited about things. Um, 
in a healthy way by like calculating risks a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of like really thinking about what's honestly the worst thing that could happen and being real with that question. Yeah. Like what's honestly the worst thing that could happen? Cause oftentimes the worst thing that could happen is Ain't not that bad. <laughs> and, and then what happens is like, so then that allows you to balance. Okay. Is the risk worth, worth the reward for sure. Now, the other thing is I think a lot of times people who find themselves in that realist mindset tend to think that life is all about making the choice that has the, the high, the best, the best percentage yield, like oh, there's For a one category. I want to say, yes, like, sorry yeah. to interrupt, but it's yeah. going to have a percentage yield, highest percentage yield for one category of life. And how yeah. does that? You have to think, how does that highest category of yield affect everything else in your life? So sorry exactly. to interrupt, but I think that's no, no you're well, no, that ties right into it to where life isn't necessarily about like making the 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 most perfectly calculated decision or this decision, you know, because for example, I mean, like during the summer in Ohio, we get back to right to the weather here. There's a 60 to 70% chance of rain most days throughout the the whole summer. Right. So if, and yeah. that was saying, if I didn't want to get wet, then by percentages, I would never go outside. Yeah. But like, we know that that's still, there's still a 40% chance. I mean, you're going to flip, you know, if you flip a coin 10 times, four out of those 10 times, it's going to go the way you want it. And six, so it's like, that's where I think that it can get dangerous to have that pessimistic mindset. But I think it can also be, I think it can be good because sometimes it helps you not make rash decisions that maybe weren't very smart in the moment, but it also like a good way to work around it for me, at least has been to not to like be willing to like forgive, like be okay with the fact that that might not work out. And like, it's not always about making it work out because sometimes it's about, you have to do the thing. Like, and it scares the crap out of you, but like, and really being okay with the fact that if it doesn't work out, you know, realizing what's the worst could happen, but then also being willing to say, Hey, you know, nothing in life that's worth having is a, a simple, you know, step to get there or whatever. Sometimes you have to take that risk. And and, and, so forth. and I love, and I loved what you said, because sometimes making the safest choice in one category of life can be negative in the rest of your life. You yeah. Know? Cause like, what's the safe? I mean, go back to love here, man. We're just going to go full circle with weather and love. Like the safest choice is to never meet anyone. If you don't want right. your heart broken, don't ever go out on a don't date. Set don't set goals. Don't meet people. Don't yeah, don't get inside. happy. Exactly. Like, literally, like, yeah, don't don't do life. Don't be don't be a person. Yeah, that's the safest route. That's the yeah. safest route to avoid pain is to not to not enjoy life, right? Yeah. And so and obviously when you put it that way, everyone's like, Okay, well, no, I don't want that. But it's easy how you can make decision after decision, day after day, and find yourself in a situation where like I'm not happy with where I'm at because you've not like allowed yourself to really you know, trust your gut and, and make some decisions like that and, and be willing to take a risk. So yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking important. And I experienced again, like life is just the, the culmination of these experiences that just add up over time. And again, taking responsibility for those experiences, learning something from them. Cause if you're not taking responsibility for shit that you've done or that has happened to you, because like, yes, things happen to you, but also you allow things to happen. Yeah. And there's always a chance, like, again, like talking very <laughs> specifically here in terms of like who we're speaking to here, obviously in the world, the greater scheme of things, other third world countries, like there's things happening to people that they can't, they can't even like yeah. remove themselves from, which is a real fucking issue, which should help put things in perspective for you. Um, if you're yeah. listening to this, but, and like your problems aren't that bad and you should just deal with them and take responsibility for them. And, but one thing that I, I want to mention here is like I experienced last year, um, in the last couple years even, of what may be, again, like going back to like what may be best for one area of your life could be a complete detriment to every other part of your life. Mm-hmm. And so like what seemed best for my career, quote unquote, in my professional life 
was a detriment to my personal life, my family life, my love life, my everything. Like, and again, like there was some things that were better because of it. And like all of these things, like, again, like it wasn't all doom and gloom and bad. Like mm-hmm. I, it was a great experience and I learned so, so much from the past couple of years, but what seems like, okay, this is going to be the best for my career. Okay. But then you have to think about like, what else do you want out of life? Yeah. You know, like what else do you want? And to me, like, honestly, I, I'm at a place now and I <laughs> putting this in perspective, like I, I'm at a place now in my professional career and like everything else that I'm past the point of where I ever thought I would be mm-hmm. uh, truthfully. Cause I, I was not an ambitious kid. I didn't think into the future. If it wasn't about sports, video games, or just, just literally chilling, I didn't, give, I didn't care. Or I didn't yeah. think about it. And so like, you know, I, I'd kind of mentioned these things like, oh, I wish I, you know, I, I, I had to like, I get this like shoe fetish thing from my dad. Like we love shoes and like, yeah. we love cars and love shoes and we love all these di- like things. And, you know, I kind of always dreamed about like, like, oh, it'd be cool to like travel there. And then it's like, oh, well, no, nah, that ain't gonna happen. And, you know, I'd say all these things and my mom was like, well, you better get a good paying job. You better work hard. Like she kept saying these things like, oh, you better, you better get a good job. Um, and it was kind of just like, yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. Like, I know I'm going to probably make this much, like I'm going to have like a mediocre life. And it was just like, that was my narrative. I told myself yeah. forever. And it's like, if things like even stayed where they are right now and didn't even grow or which I know they're going to keep growing. Cause I'm going to work till it happens. But like, I'm at a place now. It's like, I never thought I'd even be here. So it, to me, it's like, it's not a, it's not a situation of like, until you make it, it's like, dude, you've made it Yeah. past the point where you ever thought you would. So embrace that. And then don't be scared about anything else anymore. Like don't allow fear to now dictate because my fear of life was like, I'm not going to be able to measure up to this or even achieve this as a minimum. And it's like, okay, well now that, Mm -hmm. now that what I thought was my maximum is almost now my minimum. And it's like, oh, well, like that's not that scary. So what is stopping me? Like if all else, if all of this stuff does fail, like exactly, I'm still here, you know, I'm still at this point past the point I ever thought I'd be. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's where you could almost even take your real, like the small part of you that's still the realist and be like, listen, like there's no, you don't have to have that like fear of like, what if anymore, because you know who you are and you know yeah. that you're going to do it because you've done it up to this point. So why, so why do you, why do you not assume that you can't just keep going beyond what you've already done? Cause you've already, you're already to the point where you're beyond what you ever thought you could be. So like, why would, you know, why even think that you can't become what you are still trying to be right. Or why right. could you keep growing towards that? Um, that's kind of, I guess, where like the realist thing would be a positive spin is like, you know, Hey, you know, you can, you've already done it once and so you can continue to get better, continue to grow. So, I mean, that's, that's what kind of helps me with, with that mentality too. But it's funny though, cause we're in a, we went through a similar period there where it's yeah. like, like, shit, what's the next level? What do I really want? Makes you <laughs> yeah. really step back. Um, yeah. cause you have to be calculated about what do you want to do? But I've had to like take those moments and it's taken people like, I mean, even Kalen, but like friends to be like, like, you know, Hey, like, dude, like, look what you've done up to this point. And it's like, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Shit. You're right. Yeah. There's a lot that's happened. And so, and it like, that should give you, it's like, that didn't happen on accident. You know, it, it, yeah. it happened for a reason. And so that should motivate you to as what you can you know, become in the future too. And so. Yeah. And I think something in that too, is like what you were saying about 
allowing that realist to come out. And it's super important to, this is where being self-aware and like allowing yourself just to be yourself. Cause I think we get really caught up in like this person who we think we should be again, mm-hmm. like going back, like if you're a naturally negative person, there are parts to being a negative person that are very, that have a very high ROI. Like yeah. you are more calculated. You don't take as many risks and you may not lose everything you've ever worked for when a super optimistic person who isn't very intentional may do that, you yeah. know, like, Oh, I'll gamble my money and I'll win it all back. Cause that's yeah. what happens. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, well, probably not though. Um, and so like, this is where allowing yourself to be yourself is super important because like, you know, I, I, I love this, what we're doing right now. Like there's mm-hmm. a reason, this is the reason I started this, this podcast in the, in the first place is like, this is what entered, like this energizes me as you can tell. Yeah. But as a whole in the rest of my life, I'm a quite unenthused person. You know, it's just like, I, I don't have, again, like kind of like super calm, like level headed. Like I don't like throughout my day, like I don't really talk. I don't talk a whole bunch. You know, I, I don't talk a whole lot unless I feel like I need to lean into a situation and I need to like, I need to talk more. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I, if things are like where they should be in like normal, I don't really say much. I, I can't say I like, I laugh a ton and like, unless I'm like watching it, one of my favorite shows or something. Yeah. You know, like in my normal life, I just like, I'm not going to be overly bubbly or positive or smiley or just like, oh my God, this is awesome. Like, I'm just yeah. here. I'm almost just uh, taking up space in a way of like, mm-hmm. I'm here to have a good conversation if you want to have it. But if you don't, then sweet, I'm just going to be here. Um, yeah. Just like, I'm here. Uh, yeah. So, but I think I spent a, a time of my life, and I think we kind of all do this, like you were saying, like, we spend a t- we spend these times of our life when we think we need to be something else, and that almost always and I've seen it work out for some people. To be honest with you, like mm-hmm. I've witnessed, I've observed some people like either it's they're growing their YouTube channel, like growing their business as a whole, like they've basically made m- fake it till you make it work for them. Yeah, and because you because like I remember like suffering through their YouTube videos or suffering through their posts of like, dude, you are faking the shit out of this. But now, five years later, they've built this massive audience on whether it's YouTube or, or wherever it's at or, or within their business, they've created a really successful business. And it's like, wow, you really f- like you faked it till you made it. Like, yeah. good for, honestly, good for you. I'm really happy that you did that. Because like within that, there was parts of you that really truly came out and like you exactly. yourself. Like, and, you, and you discovered maybe you became that person you've always wanted to be. And you stopped allowing people to define who you were or who you were, who you were going to be. Right. And so like, who am I to say they were faking it? Quote unquote. Right. Like, yeah. I'm an asshole for saying that. Cause maybe I'm telling, you know, maybe yeah. that's bullshit on my end. Yeah, Maybe like, you're just jealous. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> right. Um, which I'm not, but like, yeah, maybe I was, maybe I was when I was saying like, Oh, they're just faking it. Like they're fake. Like maybe I was jealous. Maybe I yeah. was envious. Cause like I've definitely throughout my life been envious. And then there's parts of my life that I'm working on right now that like, I think sometimes it's okay to feel that envy and it's okay to be jealous of some things. Cause like it may make you work harder. It may put something in perspective for you. And so as a whole, man, I, I think like for people listening, I, I think it's just super important that be yourself, allow yourself to be yourself and don't feel bad for being yourself. Like if you're a total dickhead and like complete asshole to everyone change, like yeah. get better, be better. Um, cause that's not what life's about. But like, if you're just not naturally bubbly and happy and like wake, roll out of bed and like, 
I don't need coffee. And it's like, if you're a person that needs some coffee to like put on a smile or talk to like talk to other humans, like what is it? Pro caffeinated. Yes, like, yeah. I, I have to caffeinate before I deal with you. Um, like if you're one of those people, like that's you fucking yeah. embrace it. Like be that person. Um, you know, that's okay. Like to be that person. But I think we, we just, there's this trap that we get in. I think with the access we have and this hyper connectedness to people now, you know, I can see when I wake up at seven 30 and by, by seven 45, I can literally within 15 minutes peek into hundred people's lives on Instagram. Yeah. Like that's not normal. Like that's not a normal thing that happens in our brain. Like there's these, all these things that are happening and like, you're judging yourself from the first thing in the morning to like, Oh, this person's doing this already. Or this person's like, they're posted this or like, Oh, they did this. They're all oh, they're here. And it's like, we can just, just, or they're all, oh, this person's like super, super on point at like 6am. Like they got their shit together. Maybe I should be like that person. I should hop on my story and be super charismatic and, you know, doing all these like theatrical things and, mm-hmm talking like I'm, I'm like giving you a YouTube tutorial and it's like, no, like just be yourself. Like when you, like, there's a reason, like when you, um, like when you watch my Instagram stories, it's like, is this dude fucking upset or something? Cause like mm-hmm. a lot of times I am like monotone or I'll just answer a question. Like you get me, like if you watch yeah. my story and like, I'm just like answering a question like super casually and the, like, if I'm not excited, like, okay then you're not going to see me. You're not going to see it excited Austin. But like right now I'm like naturally energized. I'm naturally excited about this conversation. So like you see a naturally energized Austin. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's super important. Um, I, if you do have anything to add to that before I ask you the last question, I think it literally, it's like, it's exactly what you said. It's like, it's that balance between, I always call it like living. It's like, sometimes you have to play the game of life. Mm -hmm. Like all this stuff that we talked about, about having your head in the clouds and like, that's what the stuff that really matters. But at the end of the day, like you also do have to like play the game of life in terms of you yeah. have, you have to have money to do these things. You have to you know, build relationships in a certain way. Right. And, and like the way things work, I think it's just honestly becoming just, a, I, I honestly, I think it's about creating awareness around like what you're doing and, and, you know, being aware of like areas of your life where that's just kind of who you are and making the most of it, but then also being aware of like, do you really want to do those things? Because if you're happy about certain areas of your life, you should just keep doing them and embrace them and not feel like you have to change because other people want you to change. Right. But if you're not happy with a certain part of, of who you are, then you know it's your responsibility to change it or to to make the to do that too. So um, no, I agree with you. I think it's like it's part embracing like who you are, but then also part of embracing who you are is to make sure that you're taking responsibility to change the things that are maybe not in line with who you really want to be. Also, right, and I think. Just to end on that, I, I think this is what college did for me um, mm. because obviously I, I spent a lot, you know, I spent a couple of years probably of college doing shit that I didn't want to do. I didn't classes I didn't want to be in, shit I thought was pointless. But every class, every assignment that I thought was pointless, every fucking interaction with another student that I thought was just completely pointless or professors I didn't think should be employed at the university because of like they were doing nothing for me. You know, like those were all very short-sighted and quite ignorant viewpoints yeah. at the time because now I look back and I'm like, dude, every every assignment, every class that I didn't want to go to that I showed up to, like I was playing the game. Like, and sometimes you just have to play the game. Like you said, like you have to play the game, learn to play the game well. And if you learn how to play the game well while also allowing yourself to just be yourself, 
things really start to just fall into place. So yeah. for me, was college pointless? No, because I think without college, I wouldn't have learned how to play the game. I don't think I would have learned to put a put a smile on my face when I didn't want to, to give that presentation when I didn't want to, to work with the, the group project, like to work in a group of others when I didn't want to. I, I think they were, I thought they were incompetent. Um, yeah. It's like, there's just, that's life, man. Like that's yeah. life. So fucking get over it and play the, just play it, play the game. Yep. Um, yeah. So I think that's, that's super important to take away uh, from that. So last question, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you go. And so this, this question, this is the question I kind of ask everyone. Um, and to preface this question, this is basically just to tear down, like kind of what we were saying earlier, like we, we kind of put these people on a pedestal. Um, so, you know, you're someone that a lot of people look up to. Um, and I look up to as well, because uh, I, I think you're a super inspiring guy. And so the question, and it's kind of to tear down these walls, tear down these barriers to think like the people we look up to aren't working on something. And so my question is, what is one thing you're working on personally? And this is, this is a very open-ended. So whatever comes to mind. Very good. Yeah. Personal development. Okay. Like, like in terms of personal growth. So this is funny, like, and I'll like fully admit, like the last years of my life have been dedicated so much to growing my business. And then just like beyond that, just honestly, just thinking about that, my business and stuff. And like, I used to be so into reading books and like gaining information from other things. Like, dude, I have not read a book cover to cover, like a full, I've maybe read three books cover to cover in the last two years, I yeah. swear. Right. And like, and I know that that is, so this is a great example of like my natural tendency is like to be lazy and not do that. But I also know that it's not who I want to be. And like, I right. know that like what that does is it just feeds that, non-growth mentality like you gotta just, flex like, I'm just gonna you gotta, find myself like you gotta contract that muscle like it's just like training you have to you have to train yes. that muscle like everything's a muscle and you have to train it like whether it's memory whether it's self-improvement whether it's doing shit you don't want to do like you have to you have to contract those muscles you have to work those muscles and that's where i've gotten bad at. i've gotten bad at doing um in, in certain areas bad at doing the the, the getting into the, the routine of doing those things. Cause I'm really good in some areas of my life and I'm, and I let those areas overtake the other areas. And so that's how I am. I get really into like one thing, um, which is great sometimes, but like it can go over and I noticed in my own life, that's what I've done. And so like to combat that, like before I'm allowed to work and during the day I have to wake up and I have to read for 30 to 60 minutes. Like, so that's like, you know, that's an example of me yeah. taking action on one area that I know I'm bad at, that I know I want to be better at and making it a priority in that way. So like before I'm even allowed to get to the stuff that is going to, you know, make my day good or bad in my mind, you know, like the yeah. business stuff and then the fitness stuff, it's like, I have to do this thing because this is going to make my life better, even though right now it's easier to say no. So I love the, the muscle thing there of like, sometimes you have to force good habits. You have to like, you know, like if you don't like, for example, like if you don't like, if you want to grow your legs, but you don't like training legs, like dude, you, you got to train legs at some point. Right. Well, um, that's still a problem. That's still a problem <laughs> for me. That's still a problem for me. Oh, that's funny. Because um, it's, it's, it's easy. It's easy. It's, it's easy to, to auto-regulate and say that, yeah, I'm only going to do two sets a day. I'm <laughs> feeling pretty worn down. I'm going to do two sets instead of three on the, on the squats. Love it. Love it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's super important, though. It's like, yeah, you got to flex those muscles. You got to put those muscles to work. And I, I think, like, obviously, like, not everything is a muscle. Like, I'm not that much of an idiot. But um, – think things in that way. Like 
and that it's okay to like, that's how I relate things to, you know, in that way is like, you just have to contract that muscle. You have to put tension there to, to start to break things down, whether that's bad habits or whatever it is. So you got to put tension there to mm-hmm. start breaking things down. And then you just got to allow time and consistency and patience for things to recover or adapt. And it's like the same thing with building muscle. It's the same thing with building muscle. It's like you have to tear things down. You have to put in the work. You have to tear it down. You have to allow consistency, do the big things right over time and have patience and things will eventually adapt. Like you will grow muscle at some point. Like if you put enough work in and you're patient enough and you break down those bad habits or whatever. Um, And so like, I do that. That's just the stuff that makes sense to me. Right. Cause I am, I am a meathead in that way. Um, and so, yeah, guys, this is the episode Carter and I talked about the weather, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, we I pretty much it. just talked about the weather. How weather, how weather can, can make your life better forever or something like or how <laughs> talking about the weather is actually like literally. Yeah. That's a good title idea. Yeah. The one where, well, I, I was thinking of friends, like episodes of friends. Yeah, I don't awesome. know if friends. The yeah. one where Carter and I talk about the weather. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. The episode about the, where we talk about the weather. Yeah. yeah. I love it, man. Love All right, it. guys. Until next time, this has been the Life Beyond Fitness podcast. <laughs> so I, I signed off without allowing, I'm a selfish, uh, I, I'm kind of a dick here. Uh, Carter, please tell people. Oh yeah. I forgot about this too. Where they can find, I didn't do the normal podcast thing. Tell people where they can find you on social, um, you know, on the interwebs and then tell like, take as much time as you want to kind of talk about your new course, your new fat loss course, transformation course, like do whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be super quick. It's just, um, social media is just Carter good everywhere. Instagram slash Carter good. Um, uh, Facebook's Carter Good, YouTube's Carter Good, uh, Instagram's where I'm spending most of my time now. Um, I did just launch a, a brand new program, um, but I also launched a new like um, a fat loss ser- video, fat loss series, um, which is basically talking about some of the bigger concepts of what the program is. And so, like it's it's more of just like a, a free course, which is um, you know I think helpful for just setting a, a my sort of my mental framework around fitness and making it a part of your life. Um, so I would direct people to that. And as of right now, and I'm sure like my like the tech people who are in charge of like setting links are to get mad at me because I'm sure this is going to change in the future. But now they're going to have a hard set on this link. It's if you go to leanerforlife.com/slash fat loss series. So fat dash loss dash series. Um, you can sign up for this. It's just literally like a, a week long three part video series where I sort of just break down how I work with clients in terms of like changing their mindset from I'm on a diet to get to this body to like I'm making changes that are going to last forever and weight loss is going to become the side effect of those changes. And so amazing. And I, I, I am some like, I'm a huge supporter of your work. I'm a huge supporter of you. In Appreciate general. It, man. And yeah. Um, if you're someone that is looking to lose fat, lose weight, um, basically just transform yourself in, in many ways, I highly, highly recommend Carter and the, his program. So now I will officially, (laughs) I'll officially sign off and say, until next time, guys, this has been the life beyond fitness podcast.